I love microdosing. I love microdosing. Yesterday, I needed to go practice my drums and I popped a little microdose gummy and I'll tell you what happened. I drummed for about a good two hours. That's fabulous. Yeah. I was looking at our new roof, hoping that it wasn't going to leak and I got some anxiety about it. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a gummy just to calm down so I can go to sleep and not worry about this. And I did and I had a great night's sleep and I woke up and there was no leak. I've noticed a change in you for the, a positive change. I like to hear that. Yeah. I feel like your mood is like very centered. I'm sleeping much better. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just that right amount of good. And you can get 30% off your first order plus free shipping today at microdose.com promo code pants. It's available nationwide. That's microdose.com promo code pants for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com promo code pants. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Howdy. Howdy. New glasses? No, these are the same pack of six. That's how I buy them. I like the blues. You like this color? I do. Sometimes I feel a little like, a cartoon or like Mm-mm. Sally Jesse Raphael. No. Remember her? Of course. Remember those old talk shows where they were just trashy and I mean Phil Donahue was less trashy, but it was like the beginning of that whole thing. It, no, Phil Donahue was equally trashy. He tried to be very newsy though, like Did he? Important topics. I think. All of those shows remind me of staying home from school, feigning an illness and having the 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 ability to watch TV all day. Yeah. And Sally Jesse, like where is she now? Sitting on her millions That's somewhere. <laughs> Retired and happy probably. Looking over her pile of money. Yeah, looking at her glasses saying, that made me some coin. I wonder who turned out to be the richest. Probably the who was the guy who who took it all to trash. What was his name? Geraldo. Oh, no, I forgot about him. The other one, Jerry Springer. Oh, He's yeah. He's the one who's like, I'm going to flip it on its head. Oh, yeah. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny to do like a where are they now and then see where they live and how they live and they're living. what they really think about what they did. If they're like, yeah, I'm proud. I don't think Phil Donahue's with us anymore. Uh, are you sure? I'm not sure, but. I never tracked him that. I haven't followed up on him either. Hard. But. I just watched it when I wanted to stay home from He's school. Still He's still alive. He's still alive. Thank you, Melissa. Thank Sorry, you, Phil. Melissa. Sorry, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I don't know why. Because it feels like the 70s, but I think it was the 80s. It was the 80s. So I thought he was really old, but that's okay. Maybe it's just And old. the 90s, I think. 80s and 90s. But he had those big, thick glasses. With a pale blue background on his stage. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, good times. Simpler times. The innocent days. Yeah. I started painting again the other day. That was good. That was nice. 
That's your know. happy place. Kim was out of town and I kind of was, I didn't feel like sitting outside and I just like, oh, I'll go paint. And then once I started, if I, I hook onto something I like doing, like if I'm, then I can't stop. And I actually want mm-hmm. to stay up really late. Mm-hmm. You get obsessive about but it. But I've had a lot of times where I, well, I have, I've painted some things I don't like and then I'm just like, ugh. And then it makes me stop painting for months. Because then I, I internalize it, my skill level, and then I turn on myself and then I'm, and you know, the thing about painting is you should just not judge yourself. You just paint, but it's hard for me. I'm very judgy. So anyway, start doing that. What have you been doing? You've been skateboarding. Last week you were here. I, I, I thought it was a fluke. I no, was, that's not how you do things. No, you, no, no. Hook no, no. onto something. Oh. I do. I hook onto something and I obsess yeah. on it. But last week, my I I was I was just. I think what was I on? What do you mean? What were you on? Was I on Instagram? I was on something, and I and oh, I came, it made it sound like you were on a drug. No, no. And I came ac- and I came across a and I came across a skateboard that is like no other skateboard I've ever seen. Ever, and I and, and I thought this is bullshit. And then I started doing more of a deeper dive and I realized it's not, this is legit. It's just not very popular here in the States. It's popular in in a lot of other countries and it's called a surf skate because you're not skateboarding like you would a regular skateboard. You're cruising it like you would a surfboard. Does this make sense to you? Well, to me, because I've watched, you've made me watch the videos. Right. So So, yes, but explain. This is very boring, but to get inside my weird brain recently for the last like six months, I've been missing skateboarding a lot. I knew we would be moving. I knew I'd have places to to do it in and I missed it. However, I acknowledge that my bones are no longer rubber. I don't have such a bounce back rate like I used to. And I'm over the tricks. I'm not interesting and I'm not interested in the in the Ollies and the and all that crap. Like I've hurt myself too many times. And so it's, it's held me back a lot because something about it doesn't inspire me like it used to. So when I discovered this surf skate, cause that's what they're called, they're called surf skates. Suddenly I, my prayers were answered and I thought maybe that's the answer. I feel like I'm going on about this for too no, long. No, please do. And you were over and, and, and you, and when I was there and I, when, and you, I, when I discovered and I this. said to Anna, I go, uh-oh, here yep. comes an obsession. And guess what? It's a big fact, uh-oh, because that was Friday. Anna is like, do you want to go and get one? And I said, I do. Let's go, let's go to the surf shop and get one. So it opened at 10. Anna drove me over there at 10 a.m. I was the first one in the store. They had a couple to choose from. And he was like, do you want to take it out on a test ride before you decide? He's like, because they're hard, because the trucks are different. Like, because they bend back and forth. That's what you need right? to explain to people, right? It's not so basically on a surf, like, so on a skateboard, right, the trucks, you can loosen up to the trucks, but only to a certain level. You can't, you can't really carve that easily, but these boards are designed for that purpose. So the trucks really rotate and different brands have different trucks and blah, blah, blah. And There's lean, a whole right? They curve. lean really hard to right. the right and they, left. Exactly. Because you're carving, because you're not you're not pushing necessarily to get momentum on the board like you would a skateboard. You're, you're, you're what they call pumping because you're using your body and the carving motion to get movement. So she takes me to the surf shop. They have a couple to choose from. The guy says, do you want to try one out? Because they are difficult. There is a learning curve. And I said, yeah, let me give it a shot. Let me see if this is out of my, out of my realm of possibility. And it was like a duck to water. 
I totally understood it. It made complete sense to me. And then I thought, oh, this is something I could advance on because I haven't surfed in a while. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a minute. And suddenly everything started to come back that I used to love about surfing. And you did it all weekend, right? That's all I've been doing. So I bought a board and Anna's just getting into skateboarding. She got a long board, like a cruiser board, which I personally get bored with easily because they don't do much except go. She's like, can I try it? And I said, yeah, of course. And so I show her how to do it and she's starting to get the hang of it. And she's like, this is fun. Can I stay on it? And I was like, no. I was like, drive me back to the surf shop. Let's get another one. Oh, you didn't want to share? Well, you don't want to share. Okay. I don't want to share. I don't want to take turns. And uh, that's all I've been doing. Taking turns would be annoying because you'd have to wait. That's all I've been doing, Leisha, since Saturday morning at like 11 a.m. is doing that. And I live in the best neighborhood to just go all over the place. I do it for hours and hours on end and I don't even realize it's hours. And it's And I get off the thing. And my legs are wobbly because I'm exhausted and my body feels like it had a good exercise on top of having the best fucking time. I'm so happy for you. This sounds great. And I feel like- I want you to try it. Because you've spent every day. I know you really do want me to try it. Because I think you'd like it. I get why you don't like the skateboard thing, but this is different. I think you'll like it. Okay. I will try it. The answer is yes. I'm coming over. I'm going to try it. And let's see. Anna said I was a really good teacher. So I think I could- Oh, you are? That yeah. helps. Because I had good. a teacher how to ride a skateboard in a, in a skate and a surf skate. And she said, you're really good at this. Is she doing it as much as you now? No. I just go and go and go. Right. And work is starting. And in the back of my brain, I think, well, when can I surf skate? And I think, oh, I could bring it with me. Because what's great about these boards is you don't need a whole lot of room to do it in. Because they carve. Like, if you want to, they carve so tight. And you could basically start moving from a standstill. Like I could do it in my driveway if I wanted to, just to practice tight maneuvers and whatnot. Are you going to get sweaty in your costume? Or are you going to go to your trailer, take your little Shane outfit off, and then... I'd, I'd have to lose the Shane and be a little more comfortable. I don't know yet. That's a lot. I haven't really figured out the logistics. That's something I need to think about. But I thought I could just keep this in my car when I have downtime. Of hanging out my trailer, which gets boring, I could just cruise around. A hundred percent, you should do that. Because I used to do that in Vancouver all the time. I remember. And we would watch Sex in the City. And we would watch Saturday Night Live and sketches. Six Feet Under. And Six Feet Under. And Sopranos. That's what and we always Sopranos. did in your trailer. Yeah, my trailer was like blockbuster. <laughs> it really was. You had all like the the box sets, the DVD box sets. Yeah, and it was fun. We didn't even have internet in our trailers. Remember no, that? We didn't have. We begged. We had. Alicia, like, you were the first one to walk in with a BlackBerry. Pam had the first iPhone. Did she? And we all, yeah, we all gathered around and we were like, <gasps> we, I remember the whole thing. It was in the planet. She showed it to us. I think about all of the pearls of wisdom Pam, Pam bestowed on us throughout the years. And that woman was right. Every single time. She was. She really She really knows. If you want the answers to the future, just listen to Pam Greer. Yeah. I mean, she's just, she's done her career in a very thought out and smart way. It's just like, she's really, 
But even outside of her career, she's just had a real full life. She's experienced life on such a degree. Forget the fame and everything, just life No, she in didn't general. care about that. It was just about quality of life. That's what I mean. I guess what I'm saying about her career is she allowed herself to have that, but mostly focused on how can I have live the life that I want. And I think she would she would tell us all a lot of those, you know, give us a lot of advice back then because we were so young and naive. And sadly back then in one ear out the other. At least that's the time where we think, yeah, yeah, we don't need that. I'm never gonna Oh, I didn't I never thought yeah, yeah. I just thought, oh, that's I'm not there yet. I mean I couldn't think about buying a house or leaving LA or any of it. It seemed so foreign. Now I'm like, please get me out of here. Sounds great. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Ladies, we can all bond over this one. Imagine a bra that you actually want to wear. They're hard to find. We all know it. We've been through how many bra brands? And you're like, I like this about it, but not this. Or They're just uncomfortable. Well, today's sponsor, Honey Love, has revolutionized the bra game. It's real. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Honey Loves bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. It's cool. It's like these little, I can't even describe it, like these little bone things. And it's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's brilliant. Plus, they've made fabric that's so soft, it feels like second skin. So you immediately feel and see the difference. So it's next level comfortable. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash pants. Now, after you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please, please support our show and tell them pants sent you. Honeylove.com slash pants. Treat yourself to honey love because you deserve it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I like LA though. I don't want to leave LA. I like it here. Yeah. I don't, I'm not turned off by it. I'm not. Yeah. That's good. I'm not. We went to a soccer game the other day. We went to go see Angel, the Angel City Football Club. Right. That's the name of the team, right? Yeah. It's yes. the new professional women's LA soccer league. Yes. Owned by all women. Yes, exactly. Super fun. Yeah, to go. It's in this new arena that's brand new. It's gorgeous. We had great seats. And I hadn't been to an event like that in years because of the pandemic and everything. And, and, and so it was really fun to go to that. And driving there, I thought, oh, I, I love L.A. Like there's something about L.A. I really do enjoy. I don't know why I felt that driving there, but I did. 
it can be beautiful here. There can be the perfect LA day that just makes there, you get it and understand it. Yeah. I want to, I'm going to, we're going to go to the soccer game because you're going to love it. I just kept I'm thinking about freak you the out. whole time. I, I said, if you can, is there anything you can do to get a season ticket? Yeah, I'm going to, I have a, I have a call out. You have like a sports, a sports agent hookup or something. No, I have, no, someone owes me a favor. I might cash in. We'll see. Okay. But <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the one thing I do question about you this sound football like the mafia. team. The only thing I question about this team is the logo. I don't love the artwork. Really? They could do better. Don't they could do better. I'd have to look it up. It's what is it? Not a fan. It could do better. That's all I'm, I'm saying. I'm sure that went through have a look. so many hands and so many eyeballs. Well, they could maybe use another hand or an eyeball on it to make a final decision. Really? Not my favorite. Sorry. Especially when you look at the men's football team of the LA Wings. It's a great logo. And then you look at Angel City Football Club, which is a great name of a team. It doesn't. Oh, no. I don't like it either. Thank you. Doesn't it look like a feminine hygiene product? Look, I get why they did it. Oh, you do? Should we call Natalie Portman and ask her about it? I mean, I'd rather speak to Yeah, her, maybe Serena. I'm trying to like blur my eyes to see like what it. Like what it looks like. Yeah, I get the intention. It's just. Is it the color? It's like the soft pink. It's that. And it's the flowy. It's the flowiness of it. There's just something about it that doesn't scream. You want it a little more like butch, like. No, it's not butch, just empowered. That doesn't look like an empowered logo. And this soccer team is a great soccer team. I love the name and I love the font. I think the font is fantastic. Yes. Yes. But the color and the logo bother me. I have to agree with you on this. Thank you. I f- thank you. We should still all support the team. Absolutely support the logo. team. They're amazing. And you know, they'll come up with new. Don't do logos change? Yeah, they do. They do? The Eagles used to have a great logo and then it got ugly. Oh. But how many years do they stick with a logo before Don't they're like, know. you know what, let's switch it up? I'm not a sports gay. I'm not very good I at know. this. You really aren't. Aside from the surf skating. No, actually, you know, actually, there's only one sport I actually watch. I watch Formula One racing every time there's a race. That I watch. But you do the football. Well, I call it soccer also. I can't get into the... No, I mean, I, got, I mean American football. You watch oh, American God, football. Oh, God, I love it. Yeah, I you see, that's, that sounds like hell. I like a lot of sports. I like baseball. I like playing the sports. I just don't like the watching of the sports. I know, but it's such a great time. Like you have people over, get some fantastic snacks. Yeah, it's fun to socialize. But I don't think anyone likes watching sports with me. You're a little grumpy during sports. Sometimes, like, I I feel like, what do you like? You kind of like the end of every season or the big, like the World Cup. You'll kind of tune in. No, I like the end of every, no, no, I like the end of every game. Every game? Yeah. You don't watch every game. Like, you don't watch the season. The games that I have to watch when I'm at your house or on right. wants and to those put are always on. those are always like the, the finale of the season. Yeah. That's when I feel like I see you. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Not even the Olympics. I like some Olympics. I watched the yeah. skateboarding Olympics. That was really fun. Finally, it's an Olympic sport. I know. It was great. Remember that Brazilian girl? Oh, she's amazing. Who was like 13. She was incredible. Amazing. Brazil's good at so many things. Oh, I think the they have great the, artists, great landscapers. Yeah, great Brazilians are the best. Athletes. Also, the male. I think the gold, the guy who got the gold medal for surfing, was 
Brazilian too. Anna would know all this. Yes, she would. She probably knows every Brazilian and what they've done. She's very, very proud of Brazil. She should be. And I couldn't agree more. Brazil's rad. I can't wait to go back there. When are you going to start traveling again? Like, I mean, really travel. I think I'm going to go to Brazil next year. Actually, that's the plan. I will go to Brazil next year because we're going to be filming until pretty much the end, of, not the end of this year, but towards the end. Are you, you're referring to out of country. I right? think so. Yeah. Like, that's what I want to know. Next year, Brazil. What about you? You went to Paris already. Yeah, we went to Paris, but I, I really want to do an Italy trip. That's the one I just, I need to do. I'm a quarter Italian. You got to own it. Yeah. My family's from Carrera. Where's that? Northern or Southern? Southern, I think. Southern. Oh, God. I should know this. But it's where all the marble comes from, the quarries. Oh, get out. Yeah, because my great-grandfather and my grandfather, who I didn't know, were stone cutters and artists. Like they, And they were like experts in it. So they brought them over. Are they called masonry? Is that the term for their job? You're asking me a lot. I know I sound stupid. I don't know. Well, Probably. I sound stupid because I'm asking. Well, I don't know the but, answer. You know, there's different skills in this marble world. Yes. Oh, that's a, that's a really interesting. Your family came from that. Yeah. Nino was his name, was a was the artist. And his dad was the the guy who knew how to cut the big slabs and what was uh, Nino's last name? Zapponi. That's amazing. My, yeah. Nino Zapponi. This sounds Nino's like a kid I went to grade school with. Nino Zapponi. <laughs> There's a whole life. There's a whole life in Italy I need to go discover. Yeah. Where in Italy? Anything specific? Where I want to go? Yeah. You know, Anna went to Italy this past fall. I know. Puglia. She, Puglia. That's where where I is go. that? It's like the boot. It's like the, the boot. Bottom of the boot. Foot. Ah, so that is Southern then. It's like the backside. That's just I want to travel. Amazing. But before we travel, we got to work because we got to pay for it. Uh, True. So we start on Monday. When this airs, we will have already started because we're a little ahead. Wait, what's going to happen? I said when this episode airs, the one that we're currently speaking in, we're, we're in the future. Think of yourself like Marty McFly. I know, but we haven't done it, so we can't pretend that we did it. So how was that today? Like, we can't do that because... So you're saying we shouldn't talk about the future when it's going to be the present? I don't... You're, you're, you're starting to sound like uh, like Doc. Like an annoying person. You get... Getting a little lost in the space-time continuum here. I'm starting to get... I'm starting to get Stuck confused. with at a party, talking about space. Yeah. That's one thing that I don't like when people do. What? At parties. Or what? the person that I don't want to get stuck talking to is the person who starts to talk about space. Ugh. Kill me. I can't do it. Don't. We have a question about traveling. Do y'all want to want me to play that? Yeah, sure. Let's answer a question. Hey, Kate and Lisa. Good morning, afternoon, or evening. I hope you both are doing well. I'm calling for a little travel advice. In a few months, I'll be traveling to Ireland uh, to finally celebrate finishing my PhD and starting the laboratory. This will be my first trip outside of the continent to North America and my first international trip alone. So my question is, have either of you traveled alone or nationally? And if so, do you have any tips on making the trip more memorable? In anticipation of Kate's follow-up question, I like to hike. I can literally watch nature all day, listen to live music, and find great food. 
Also, before I go, I wanted to thank thank you both for creating such a welcoming space for women to feel comfortable in their individuality, quirks and all. Thanks, guys. Bye. Traveling internationally. Too bad Anna's not here because she would travel internationally alone if she had to. I've I've done and it. Make where, a beautiful vacation out of it. Yeah, I've done it where you I, I eventually meet up with people. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I think that the biggest thing in any travel situation is to go prepared with all the the things you want to go see and do. A lot of people like to just get lost in a city, which I, I can respect. And I have done that and it's been very fun. But you kind of miss out on a lot of really amazing things. And so as much as some things feel touristy or, I don't know, like restaurants people talk about or museums you have to go see, you know, if it feels sort of like a burden, sometimes you're like keeping a schedule or whatever. I think if you loosely have a like a loose idea of, of what you want to see, that's always good. My favorite way to travel has always been through work because I, I, I'm there for a purpose and I've always felt that I get a greater sense of the environment when I'm immersed in the environment for a purpose instead of wandering around and going to tourist places and going to museums. I just like to exist in that, in that city, country, what have you, and, and experience it normally. Does that make sense? I really, that's how I like I it. I can dig that, but I think a vacation, like the last thing I want to do is think, I want to, I don't want to do that at all. Like, I don't want to have a schedule. I don't want someone to tell me I can't go spend the day in the city because I have to be at work. But I know yeah, what but you, you mean. don't work every day. What, where, where, what work are you talking about? I'm just saying, it's like, I, I, like for Vancouver, I had never been to Vancouver before. I may have, I can't recall, but I may have never even known where the hell Vancouver was in 2002 when I got this job and they said, you're filming this in Vancouver. And I looked at a map and I said, oh, that's all the way on the other side of the country and north in Canada. I don't know what, anything about Vancouver, nothing. And I was excited because it was brand new. And being there for, just for the pilot, right? We were there for three weeks. I got to really experience that city because I had a purpose there. That's what I'm referring to. I see what you're saying. Work like, brings and you there. You would have otherwise I, yeah. not been there at all. Maybe not, no. But I mean that for any place. But you take me to a beach. I don't want to work on a beach. I want to relax on the beach. Yeah, you would have been terrible on this show Lost. You would have been like... I'm going to go surfing. <laughs> <laughs> Find me later. Kate, you're needed by the plane crut. No, she's gone. I'd be like, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm going surfing. Ireland is a great way to start that. But I'd love to do a show like Lost set on a tropical area because then I would get to experience that, that, that area outside of just hanging out on a beach. So maybe I take back my first comment and but I would appreciate it. why don't you just travel more in general? To go see these places. Why does somebody have to take you there? I like purpose for things. I don't know. I like, I like purpose for things. I don't know. That's just the way my brain is. I like having a purpose. Well, I do think Ireland is a great place to start. Rolling green hills with lots of thousands of little sheep. So cute. <laughs> You're not Irish, are you? No. Oh, no. I, there's, I have a little Irish. A Haley. Little Irish? That's my... What is Haley? I think English-Irish. Hmm. I don't know. Kate, yeah. I don't know these things. Do your ancestry. I think that's what it is. Why don't you do your? I tried it. I, I just. It annoyed you. 
after a while, I was like, well, you get a lot of updates. Yeah, you can turn the notifications off. I did eventually. We have a hint. I don't care. I'm not interested. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, take this hint. Uh, here's a hint. I'm going to unsubscribe. <laughs> I got the answers I needed. Stop emailing me. <laughs> I find out. I found out through that thing that I was actually French. Who knew? My sister had 2% French, which we laughed about. <laughs> She's very excited. She sent it to me. I don't know about these. I don't know. You know how I like to find out? Talking to my family members. I have a whole page of like a, basically like Alice's chart of like. That's cute. I've, you know, I even have my dad go over it as he gets older because I don't want him to forget things, sure. but it's like relatives' names and then how they met and then right. where they moved and how they, I have, it's just important yeah. for me to have that, which I don't, wouldn't find on Ancestry. And I love all their names. I'm very fascinated with the names people used to have. They're so great. We just had Menig down the line for generation after generation. Menig, Menig, Menig. Right. My Christ, how many Menigs are there? Down the line, down the line, down the line. My grandma, Mima, was... Was also a Menig? Wouldn't shock <laughs> no, me. I was just thinking about her. She had a nickname that she had her entire life. And when I was a kid, everyone would call her Dinty. And I never understood. Dinty? Mm-hmm. I Cute. never... And she had it since she was from Dinty Moore, the canned food. So something happened to her when she was a kid and it stuck with her her whole life. That's really cute. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Are there any other questions? Hi, my name is Kate. I love you guys. I'm calling you from Safeway and I hope the background music isn't too overwhelming. Um, here's my question. What do you do when you feel like someone's bullshitting you? Do you, and I realize it's different in different scenarios, but generally speaking, there's, there's no danger necessarily at stake, but someone's bullshitting you. Do you try to suss them out? Do you try to catch them in a lie? Do you just let it go and give them the benefit of the doubt? When do you start to trust your instincts? Thanks. Good question. Yeah. It's one of my that favorites. That's such a good question. I'm the last person you should ask because if there's anybody who wants to bullshit me, I'm a, like a, I'm a moving target. No, I'm a sitting target. I'm not a moving target. I'm <laughs> one of the most gullible people. You just people. bullshitted yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one, it, it, I believe anything. And then it dawns on me at some point and boy, does it take me a long time. I just believe, I believe people when they talk to me, I believe. And so my bullshit radar is terrible. So I usually have to like find out from other people <laughs> or it takes months and months and months. And I'm like, wait a minute. You're good at it, Kate. You know, right away. You're yeah, like, I was, boom, day one. Yeah. My bullshit meter is pretty fine tuned. And it depends on how I handle it. It, de it depends. What are the stakes? If the uh, with, bu with sp spotting bullshit, I always equate it to knowledge is power. So what do you do with that knowledge? Sometimes it's really not worth anything and it just gives you a glimpse into this person's character and you think, all right, I got your number. I got it. And then other times. That's good. That's a really good way to put it. It is. It is knowledge is power because once I figure it out as well, 
I quietly Exactly. You quietly disengage or you quietly approach it differently. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I never try to catch him in a I never try to do like aha. No, it's not actually I I find the aha moments unless you know you're walking in to your house and you see your partner, you know, in bed with someone else. That's an aha gotcha moment. But generally speaking, I don't I I find the aha gotcha moments. No one's ever gonna really own up to it. Right. Right. They'll keep bullshitting. So I'd rat like keep bullshitting me. Because now that I know that you're bullshitting me, I know how to play you. That's how I approach it. Ninety yeah, percent of the time. And you watch them quietly, like I watch oh, them quietly. And you think I'm believing it. Uh-huh. However, now that I know this, I know how to get around it and I know how to make it work to my benefit. Cause if you're gonna insult me and disrespect me by bullshitting, then get what I want out of you. Yeah, you basically keep playing dumb. They don't know any better. They think they're getting away with all of this. It's playing long game is really how I see it. And again, it depends on your circumstance and who is this person and what, where are they in your life? Is it, is it interpersonal? Is it, is it, is it work related? Interpersonal, I would probably call it out depending. You'd call them on it? Maybe. But I don't have bullshitters in my personal life. Everyone is really direct and upfront. No, we in both my been in toxic life. relationships, though. Yeah, but that's different. That's different. That's 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 different. Uh, there can be opinion. bullshit. No, it can be. And looking in hindsight, you're like, oh my god, that person was so full of shit. But uh, it's I, I see it differently in a in a in a intimate relationship. Intimate relationship. There's more. I wish we had more details because. Yeah, it's very, it's very, it's a general question, but it's a good one. You know who else is really good at bullshit and she will call it out. It doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> She's been like this from day one is Rose Rollins. She doesn't care who you are. She doesn't care where you are. She doesn't care who's standing around you. She just says it. And I've seen it's people's so jaws drop to the floor because they get called out instantly. Instantly. And they're left speechless. She should give a class. I would take it. Yeah, you would benefit from the Rose Rollins. I would. Extensive program. It takes guts, too, to call somebody yeah. out. But I've but she also has done the long game thing. I've because we've talked about it before where we've been in a circumstance and we noticed it. And sometimes you got to ask yourself is it worth it calling it out? It really does depend. Cuz it work. I don't know if it would benefit you that much. Yeah, work it wouldn't really. Let's say it was your higher up who's bullshitting you. Exactly. Are you going to call that person out? They're going to deny it. They're never going to give you the satisfaction. Or even a peer. They're not going to, you can't fire them. They could fire you. No, I'm saying if it was your equal at work, you're still stuck at work with them. Yeah. I feel like it was work related. I don't know why I get that. It could be. You've seen me though. Sometimes you say, Wow, Alicia, you really like once we know, because usually we have something in common in this area because it's the same person that we're talking about. Right. You have been impressed with me. You've said how I've dealt with some people. Oh, yeah. Because they don't know any better. Well, that's you're a silent killer. Well, that's once I know. Like you were saying, knowledge is power. But it just takes me a long time. Thank God I have you in my life and other smart people that are like. Look out for that one. Kim susses out the bullshit quickly. Oh, in two seconds. Anna will suss out the bullshit 
instantaneously. I even I feel slow around her. Interesting. But yeah, no, you're very good at it when you when and, and that's that's and I call you the silent, silent killers because I've seen people thinking they could run circles around you at times. And to be honest, at times they have, but at times where they <laughs> thought they could and you have their number Thanks. and you call them on it, they're just gobsmacked. They're just I mean, I've seen like their like their head, you know, kind of shake and, and their eyes are just like, oh, my God. And they're just in shock because you're the last person they expected. Well, because that's usually true. But that's why I get such pleasure and pride from when you do those things. Like a proud And I'm mom. never around when it happens. I'm always hearing about it after the fact. I've had a couple of good moments. I know. I wish... You were mic'd. I wish I mic'd you and I could be in a surveillance van and just hear I cleared, it. I actually cleared a room once. I came out from the conversation. There were people in the room next door. I called the person out. And when I left the room, all the people that were in the room, and I'm going to say there was probably like over 20 people. Damn. Were gone. But not that I yelled at this person. No, no, no. They you could never just yell. overhear the conversation. And I was very frank. Yeah. No, you never yell. No need for that. But I had every, I mean, I was in the right. Yeah. You know what? What? I wouldn't mind hearing that story again. Really? Would you come over? I'll make you a drink. It's probably better if one of the people turn off the the 20 people in the room. And just, I just want to hear a recap on that one again. I know. It's like one, I did it one time. And it's like, we're all like, Like, whoa. It felt so good to hear about it. I need that. I need that pick me up again. Like a shot in the arm. I can give it to you. And then I'll teach you, how, teach you how to surf skate. Okay, great. It's a date. Done. Can't wait. Can we talk, if we were to skateboard next to, that doesn't seem safe. Are you sort of in tandem? I've never skateboarded no. with someone. It's whatever what you, do you want. Do? You, whatever. Side by side? It's, it's, it's logic. If the well, road is wide, can, go for it. If the road isn't. Can you talk to someone if you're both skateboarding? Or not really? Yeah, you can. I don't. Okay, I'll tell you the story again. Then we'll hop on the skates or whatever they're called, the boards. Again, what I like, again, sorry, I'm talking about the surf skate, but I, my prediction is that these things are going to get pretty popular here maybe in the next year because I don't understand how it couldn't be. Are you going to buy stocks or are you like... I'm not going to buy stock. Oh, God, I'm not. I should buy stock. Well, there's a lot of brands that are coming out, right? There's a lot of there's a lot of brands that are outside of the U.S. that make boards and make make these sort of trucks, and then there's one or two brands here in America that make them locally. Maybe you could buy a stock in the trucks because the trucks will go on all the different companies, and that's boards. what makes these it's different- like insider trading. Yeah, and that's what the and that's the thing. Depending on the trucks, is the is the difference in rides. Some are very technical that maybe you wouldn't want to learn on because the learning curve is so crazy and you don't have stability. Other ones- No pun intended. You want a hybrid of a skateboard and a surfboard. Others, you're just looking for that like smooth, flowy, cruisy feel that like where you can cut back and forth. And uh, maybe, I don't know. Okay. Point is, we're not going long distances. You're just like, Kate, I'm going to make it 10 feet, so don't get too No, excited. you're not going to make it 10 feet. I think you're going to be good at it because you have you, you you have coordination with your body, and that's what it takes. I think you're- I do feel coordinated. You, I've seen you. You are coordinated. I just don't know if I have. It's a rhythm, and you have rhythm, and it's it's like a speed Thanks, bag Kate. on boxing, right? It's like a speed bag on boxing. It's not hard. You just have to get the rhythm, and you have to get used to the rhythm, you know, for the for the on the speed bag. 
And then once you get the rhythm, it becomes second nature. This is rhythm as well. Like once you get the rhythm of the carving and the pumping with your body and your hips and your ankles and your knees, you'll, it's like a duck to water. You'll be great. Okay. But most importantly, it's great that you found this and you're happy doing it. Oh my God. I'm happy as a client. Whether I do it or not. I can't wait to get, I can't, I, with all due respect, I can't wait to get off this phone so I can go take a okay, cruise. Let's, okay. Go do it. Everybody, that was a riveting. Was it? <laughs> let's say it anyway. It was riveting. Riveting 30 minutes. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. You know I love you. I, I don't want to. I love you too. Just because we're starting work doesn't mean we're going to stop pants. Pants never dies. Goonies and pants never die. So we'll see you next week. This has been Pants. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram, at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS. And graphics are by Love Fox. <laughs> <laughs>